Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Where are you coming from in this one? Your 100% essential download. Jim White and Simon Jordan. You let this get out of control. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. I'm Jim White, and today myself, Simon and Martin O'Neill brought you the latest news and discussion in the world of football. Never mind six of the best, it was six of the worst for West Ham at the London Stadium after they were hammered by Arsenal. Are the fans starting to turn on David Moyes? Some supporters left before the halftime whistle yesterday. And Manchester United, are they back in the chase for Champions League football next season after beating Villa? This is Outspoken with White and Jordan. The world's most dangerous download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Where does this leave David Moyes? West Ham's biggest ever Premier League home defeat. Finishes here, West Ham nil. Arsenal 6. Martin, is that the kind of result and performance that sees the loyal Moyes fans begin to waver a bit? Well, it's a Did you ever suffer a result like this? Yes, I did. Absolutely. And um, this is the whole point. You, t- you try and put something in context. But it's, 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 uh, today it's a stick to beat um, uh, David with, really, as much as anything else. Because, you know, there, whatever... You'll have to come to the conclusion some stage or another he's not going to win over all the fans at, at West Ham United. So really as simple as that there. They won a trophy last season, a European trophy last season. That was last season. You have to continue on this now. But you asked me about a, a defeat. You try and put it in some sort of context. It was really poor yesterday. Really poor. And uh, Simon does make the point where you don't want to criticise the players. I have to say this. This is the most difficult three or four minutes after you've been in the sanctuary of the dressing room and you've torn strips of the players, which you, you think you would do because of the uh, the, the the performance being so, so poor, players yeah. not getting in close to and then stepping out and then trying to defend players. That is sometimes you just explode. Sometimes you just you just... You end up nailing them. You want not to do it, yes. But do you know? And it's a kind of a sort of a, a self-defense mechanism as much as anything else. Getting back to the point about my, myself, yeah. In my final year at Aston Villa, where we ended up finishing sixth, got to, to the League Cup final and the semi-final of the FA Cup, we went to Stamford Bridge. Thing it was very very close at half time. They hit us just just after half time with a couple of goals. Suddenly it's four. 
remember my assistant John Roberts and the great great forest player saying Martin I think you're just reining in now just reining in I'm saying John you must be kidding we're going to go for this we're still going to go for it we went from four to seven got beaten seven and even though we had a strong strong defensive side at the, at, at the time so we, we got beaten seven in the game but I, I was hoping that that would be uh, taken into context of where we were at that particular stage of the season yeah. it was a really poor performance yesterday Unforgivable, really. Players getting rem- not remotely close to it. Looks as if they had no legs, no enthusiasm. Yeah, it was poor. You see that the word that you use there, though, Martin, is the word that David is trying to use post-match context. When you put it all into context, have a listen to this. This was David Moyes off the back of West Ham nil, Arsenal six. To be a football supporter, especially this club, who people know a lot more about than me, uh, I can back twice to keep them out of relegation. There's always going to be bad times. And it was only three months ago we were having probably the best time West Ham have ever had. And let's be fair, probably the last three years has probably been as good a time as West Ham's had. Sixth, seventh in the league, semi-final of Europe, you know, a final of a European competition. So I still think that this club's grown and uh, undoubtedly we've had a terrible day today. So I understand them totally leaving. But I think sometimes... At football clubs, you're going to have bad days today. We had a bad day, uh, but I certainly won't forget the good one. So he's saying the good, the good outweighs the bad. Although the bad yesterday was pretty darn bad. But Simon, are fans too quick to forget past successes? Or is it only right that managers are pushed into the "what have you done for me lately" narrative? Um, I think it's a balancing act, isn't it? Because you can't trade on what you've what 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 have you done previously ad infinitum, but you do have to have currency in the bank. It's undeniable. It's irrefutable that David Moyes has advanced his football club from the moment he walked through the door, the first stint, before they decided to go off on some flight of fancy with Pellegrini and let him burn through enormous amounts of cash buying dead weights like Felipe Anderson, that they end up getting out the door for half the price. He then comes back. He then takes them away from relegation. He puts them at the top end of the, of the Premier League. He puts them into a European competition. He wins them a European, a European competition, second season running, yeah. a second season after being a major participant in one. He then puts them at the top end of the, of the Premier League. Well, I don't know what you want besides something to complain about. I know, I hear you, here they come. Style of football, Jordan, don't know what you're talking about. It's dull, it's boring, he doesn't know what he's doing, he plays a certain way, he doesn't evolve. So, for me, and I wrote an article about David in, in October, November, about being a manager that now is back on his game, has recovered from the damage that Man United did and the choices that he made by going to Sociedad and Sunderland and places like that where they weren't right for him and he wasn't right for them at the time. Right. He's now back in the groove and he's a top manager. And, and, and I, I find it wearing that West Ham fans don't know what they've got. Yes, they're entitled to leave. They pay their money when you're getting beaten four or five at home. You don't have to watch what you don't want to watch and you shouldn't have to endure it and it should be the players that are looking at themselves right, right. about that performance. So if you want to leave the stadium, leave the stadium. It's up to you. Well, I mean, the key expression I always believe is supporters, right? Yeah. Not fans, supporters. Because in supporting something, you support it. But sometimes you can't defend the indefensible. You can't sit there and go, well, I'm a supporter, so it's my job to support and I'm going to sit and watch this turgid tosh. And we're 5-0 down. I don't think I want to watch anymore, thank you very much. I don't think I want to listen to Arsenal fans taking the mickey out of me for the next half an hour of the game while my team are struggling yeah. to maintain a score beneath double figures. Right. Um, of course, um, there's talk of a new contract. That seemingly is yet to be announced, Martin. Uh, we know his contract's up at the end of the season. Does this affect it? Download, stand well back, listen. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. 
at the moment, we're looking at West Ham, who up until recently have been going okay. It, it's fair to argue they've been going very well in the last year. Um, David Moyes, of course, off the back of a 6-0 defeat at home at the weekend to Arsenal, was saying, yeah, but look at what's happened in the past. I'm not going to forget the good times. I came back twice to get them out of relegation. It was only three months ago we were having the best time West Ham have ever had. Let's be fair. Martin and Neil's alongside us. Martin, you lost seven. Uh, I, I hesitate to remind you, as you said, uh, when you were at Villa. Uh, you lost seven to Chelsea on, on one day. D- is the immediate inclination to try and trade on what you've done in the past, the better times? Well, yeah, but this is not... We're not talking about a past that is, uh, you know, it's a decade ago. This is just last season. And uh, I, I don't want to be an apologist for, for David Moyes, but I, I agree with Simon. He's, he's done a fantastic job there. And it's and I, I'm not exactly sure what West Ham fans want. Uh, you know, they 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 they've moved stadiums. They've gone in there. It, it's been in the last couple of years. It's been a really decent success. Yeah. And and I'm getting back to the point where you don't want to, as a manager, when you're on when you're uh, facing some sort of criticism, you don't want to go back to something that's happened in the past. You're hoping that people will make bring it up for you rather than you mentioning it yourself. But at the end of it all, if this is a part of it, if if you happen to try and defend yourself, yeah, of course. You're absolutely right in to, many, to say that... Many uh, messages coming in, Martin. 8-10-89. Moyes is now seven games without a win. Out the cup against championship opposition. We play such defensive football. That's the problem. The writing has been on the wall. We're going to take a deep breath and get into it. 03717 Steph is first up. And Steph, you've been waiting patiently. Good morning to you. Um, big West Ham fan. What's your take on where you're at after a, a, a 6-0 home defeat? Well, things have obviously got to change. We have, as you just said, a defensive manager. Yet we've just shipped six goals and we shipped three to United and we shipped five at Fulham and we got knocked out of the FA Cup by Bristol City, who decided to take our players out, but that's a separate issue. However, the main problem we are shipping goals is our defensive pairing of Agard and Zuma. They're not fit for purpose. Especially Zuma is not fit for purpose. And thank God he was hooked yesterday. Otherwise, it could have been nine. The, between the two of them. You can't also say that, oh, we played without Paqueta and blah, blah, blah. If you are shipping goals, your defence is a problem. And that is down to Moyes, who picks the team. He can't but, but, Steph, what do you say to Moyes when Moyes says post-match, let's be fair, over the past three years... It's been the best time West Ham have ever had. Is he wrong? Let me ask Simon a question. Simon, in business, when you have somebody like Marks and Spencer or John Lewis, do they stand up at a shareholder meeting and go, sorry our results are so poor this financial year, but three years ago we made a profit? No, it doesn't happen in business and it shouldn't happen in football. You can't keep trading on the past. Yes, we won a trophy. Yes, we played well and we won all those games on the chop. That's the key. We won games. But if I'm in a shareholders meeting and I have some nuance and context to what I'm saying, which is like in the last 12 months we've had this particular set of circumstances that particular set of circumstances, circumstances which give a context to the reasons why our results aren't quite as uh, as uh, pleasing as we want them to be. You can give context to David Moyes. You can look back six weeks ago and go, uh, we beat Arsenal 2-0 or we beat Man United 2-0. He can give you instantaneous context. He can give you instantaneous context about the success in Europe. He can give we you a league position context. What you're looking at is the last month and going mm-hmm. and beyond. I know that you guys aren't happy with the way that you play, but the level of outcomes that you've got, whether you like the way you play, is unarguable. 
We've been riding our luck for a long time and we got caught out well and truly yesterday. If you look forward rather than looking back at the games we have coming up, the run into the end of the season, if you compare them to those results against those teams last year, how many do you think we actually won? But also, Steph, if you look at the next four games and you've got, you'll have an argument in the next four games because if you can't get results against Forest, Brentford, Everton and Burnley, then the noise will get significantly greater and then you'll have even more of a case, won't you? Three of those four are fighting for relegation. Understood. I very much doubt that we will see anything other than maybe a draw. I very much doubt we'll beat Brentford. I very much doubt we'll beat Burnley because Sean Dyke has the measure of us. And I very much doubt we'll beat Forest because we know they're on it at the moment. So you can expect more of the same unless the board take a good hard look at what's happening. We are going to slide down the table. It will be mid-table mediocrity. We'll come up against somebody in Europe we're not expecting and we'll get knocked out. By the way, who would you replace him with, Steph? At the moment, I would look at somebody like Gary O'Neill. Um, I would look at maybe somebody in Europe, but I'll leave Tim Steiden to do that job because he knows the European setups better than we do. But I would definitely, definitely look at replacing him for next season. I think we've had enough, and I think, unfortunately, it is time to move on. Thank him for the work he's done. Yes, he's transformed our team, but we have got a better calibre of players than we had before. And say, you know, cheerio, thanks very much, and now let's look ahead and, and reboot. How do you think that Tim Steidenfield is attracting this European talent like Caduce to West Ham? He sold him a project, and then Caduce has to play in a 6 0 defeat. The lad must be wondering what the hell is Well, he, he was part to. of it, Steph. Come on, hold on a second. You can't just wind it back a second. He's part of the team that contributed that 6 0 result. He is. But at the same but how time, does he feel about it? Lost, but we shouldn't have. But we shouldn't have even lost six 0 We should have been on our game. There's we another West Ham fan, Steph uh, Patricia by name, saying, "Give him a break. He turned the club around. We won a trophy. Let's keep marching on," says Patricia. Well, we're back to square one again, aren't we? The results from three years ago, the financial books are fantastic. Football is a results game. I don't care what anyone says. We win trophies. You like to refer back to winning trophies. It's a results game. We need to win games. We okay. haven't won in the last seven. Steph, thank you so much for the call. Many points and they're well made. Here's Reese, another West Ham fan. Reese, good morning. Do you share Steph's view or are you going off on your own? Um, yeah, morning, guys. I, I was very much moised in until this year. I mean, since that game, we've been absolutely atrocious. Should one player, Paquetta, I'm naming Paquetta, should one player missing make such a drastic impact to the team? I, I sort of feel like Moyes has been getting away with it because Paquetta produced a moment of magic and releases someone like Sudas or Bone. Without him, honestly, yesterday, we had Ben Johnson playing left wing, a right back. I mean, what are we going to do against Arsenal that side? We've no, good players like Alvarez, Wolf, Prowse and Suchek were very workmanlike in the middle. Big creativity there. We had eight defensive players playing this day, with Bowen and Kudus up front expecting to do uh, you know, to, to it on their own. I mean, Zuma at the minute is making Harry Maguire look like a, a ballet dancer from Swan Lake. It's unbelievable. Like, Zuma's, it's actually ridiculous. Zuma, I, I thought it was the matter of it. Reese says another caller getting in touch or sending a message. West Ham are eighth. Are these callers forgetting that? West Ham are eighth. Um, They've they won nothing for decades and then they I'm win sorry. a European trophy. I'm not buying this narrative, everyone. We're not Rotherham. But, you know, it's getting ridiculous, this little West Ham. Moyes is quite different. I thought Moyes had a bit of an attitude for a guy who just lost 6-0 yesterday. After. He's very defensive. It means 
It's an absolute joke. Yeah, but you're taking one end. You're going from one end. No one's comparing you to Rotherham. Rotherham is irrelevant. They're bottom of the championship. We're talking about where you are in the Premier League. You're not exactly the biggest club in the Premier League. You've got teams like Chelsea that have spent a billion quid that are beneath you. We're not an irrelevant club palace in the league, are we? Well, we're not talking about irrelevant. Well, you're not exactly a big noise either. The only big noise I hear from West Ham is from you lot complaining about what you haven't got. And what you haven't got is bugger all over the last 40 years. So the only people pushing this narrative are people that don't watch us. You'll see the highlights that I was got a couple. We grind it out and, and Roland Paqueta at a moment of magic. And now he's not there, we're getting shown up for the bang out. Well, let's hope, let's hope you are. West Ham fans get precisely what you deserve. Ridiculous comment, though, isn't it? Bristol, I go there every week. I went there last week to Manchester. On two Sundays out, I'm currently 9-0 down. Did you so, go yesterday? Did you go yesterday, Rhys? I did go, yeah. Sorry? Did you stay the 90 minutes? Yeah, I did, yeah. I don't know why. Well done. Fair enough. No, fair enough. Fair play to you. Fair play to you. So does Sullivan stick with Moyes until the end of the season and then change it? That's what you're saying? I don't think he should. I I wasn't Moyes in, but this is it's it's got so bad. I think the players have lost um, faith in his way of playing. Like, even (laughs) Kudish yesterday. He was doing more defending than attacking. I mean, I was playing Arsenal. I get it. I'm not saying we should go and smash Arsenal off the pitch. But we didn't do anything. Okay, Reese. listen, thanks for your call. Uh, a lot of points to mull over there. Um, uh, he's suggesting there, uh, Martin, and I saw you shaking your head that maybe Moises lost it with the players. The world's most dangerous download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's all to play for in the final months of the campaign. United will certainly feel they can chase down Aston Villa. What a game and what a winner from Octonome. Aston Villa 1, Manchester United 2. Aston Villa up against uh, Manchester United. I, I, I looked at this and I thought it's a very difficult one to call. Post-match, Emery was the loser, Ten Hag the winner. This was him. It's football. It's Manchester United, the opponent. Uh, set pieces. They are, uh, we, we tried freshly to avoid a lot of a lot of corners of them. But, uh, of course, they, 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 they created some, some action close to our box and they got some corners and they scored one goal. Okay, disappointed, but the, the, the power as well is, is in, in, in that action. Football is about result, and we know, you know we are in a situation where we are behind. And 
Yeah, if we want to make something of this season, uh, we had to win today. Uh, we have to catch up. We are longer in this period, in this, uh, uh, in this position, and, and now we have to keep the process going and go from game to game. Of course, Martin, one-time manager of Aston Villa. We'll get to Villa in a second. As for Manchester United, Martin, top four is it very much back on for them? Well, it certainly couldn't have been if they'd been beaten yesterday. That would have been uh, that would have been an eleven-point differential. Um, but yeah, they've given themselves a chance again, which is uh, great, and that's all you can ask for. It was a big win for them yesterday because uh, Aston Villa could easily have beaten them in the game, and that was a big win. And as I say, coming in the back of that's the I think it's four in the trot now. It gives them some sort of confidence. It gives them a bit of self-belief. And it gives them a chance. No question about that. Uh, it would be one hell of an achievement if they make it and make top four, Martin, from where they've come from oh, I, and for everything that they've been accused of. Absolutely. Again, that would be a terrific achievement at the, you know, from the position where they're expecting to do, uh, were they expecting to uh, try and achieve that there at the start of the season? Perhaps they were, but from, as you say, or uh, Jim, from where they were placed uh, yeah. quite a number of months ago, yeah, and, uh, that would be terrific. Uh, Simon, there's a message I think designed to um, be read out for, for your benefit. Stop beating around the bush, uh, fellas. Let's talk about United. How's Ten Hag's suit looking now, Simon? I don't know. How how does it look for you guys when you're sixth in the Premier League after spending hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds and being arguably the biggest football club in English football and worldwide? How does it feel for you? I don't know. You beat Aston Villa, who battered you. You beat them 2-1. Um, what does that say? Well, the, the result tells you that Manchester like, United grinded it out and won fantastic. it. Fantastic. You're not in Europe. You're not going to win anything this season. And the best thing you can possibly win is fourth berth. I don't know. If your suit fits well there, it fits well. So you, so your point is, all right, calm down a bit. Well, you my, might have improved, my, but not that much. My point is, is that Manchester United, if you've set your standards so low now that you're grateful to beat sides around you, I mean, I know it's the first time that you've won against a side inside the top eight for about half a decade. Mm. So I'm sure you're celebrating that. But notwithstanding that, you are a long way away from, in people's mind's eye, what a Manchester United side should be. You don't win with particular aplomb, do you? You don't win with particular panache. We were just looking earlier on about the idea that West Ham are so dreadful to watch. Then you and I went and looked at the statistics a moment ago. When United beat them 3-0, West Ham had 22 shots on goal to Man United's nine. So is that the old Manchester United of, of, of old? Or are they a bit more clinical at times and they've got the players to be able to score goals? Look, everybody wants, besides I suspect Manchester City and a few of the other sides um, that are competing with United, to have a vibrant Manchester United because it's good for the Premier League. And everybody, and I would like to, as a neutral, you know, want to see Man United back to where they once were before because they were a credit to these aisles at times. Well, but you, there's no argument that they're not, they're not the side and they, neither should they be given undue praise for... Although I think Jim's point was that from where they were a couple of months ago, when they set out at the, the beginning of the season, I think that they would have been thinking that they could make the top four. You know, Granted. Could, yes. It's references a comment that myself and Sunes made, specifically me, at the beginning of the first season, hmm. where I didn't think he operated... And I used an analogy, which was basically, he doesn't seem to have any presence. He doesn't seem to have the forthrightness of shoulders back, chest out. In fact, his suit don't fit him properly. So that's been now constantly thrown at me oh, as see. an example of is my that, own ignorance about I the understand. fact that his suit didn't fit him. I see. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. So that's where it comes from. And 18 months later... I, was I, it silly to say that at the time? When you look back now and you look at him now... Well, it's silly if you take it out of context and it's silly if you take it in isolation, if you're silly if you don't give it the nuance in which I'd said it, which is, in order for this side to be led out of the wilderness and back amongst the top sides in the Premier League it needs a manager that can carry it 
it needs yeah, a manager. He jumped in quick. I mean, he says that straight after mm. his first press conference. So you didn't give no, him much I time. I, and said, well, I've something strange about that tactical solution. Or, yeah. and, and ultimately, Sunes was saying the same, wasn't he? Mm. <laughs> Have I got you back? I can't so, believe so, what you've just said. Um, Martin. Who looks I mean, on the pitch? Wenger used to say top four is like a trophy. I mean, you, you know, if Aston Villa end up top four, they will feel that they have won something significant this season. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Since, since uh, when you think that uh, when the manager took over, that they were really struggling, uh, they've had great results in the calendar year. It's absolutely fantastic, and they'll they can still make the top four with without a doubt. Yesterday was uh, just a blip, really, in many aspects. I thought they played exceptionally well. They could have scored a lot of goals as well. And, but there uh, is a wobble, Martin. There's an two league wins in the last but, seven. Uh, you, you can throw the, those sort of statistics to me any any given time. I know. Listen, throw, throw them but up. I am doing. They, well, okay, fine. Or uh, right, okay. I wonder what it is in the last twelve games. I bet. Uh, I bet the minute the minute somebody throws up a, a negative statistic like two from seven, it means that eight, nine, ten, and eleven, twelve are all victories. <laughs> well, it so knew your Villa were second. So, uh, they, yeah, they were second. So they. As I said to you, sorry, I'm just knocking the microphone. They've had a they've had a bit of a blip. Fine, okay, that's all right. But they can fight back, and they've got the ability to fight back, and they wouldn't have lost any confidence at all from yesterday's performance. Yeah, I mean, it, if you are Emery in the dressing room afterwards, you're saying to them, "Well, I tell you what, you had a tilt there today." Yeah, you'd be really disappointed because you thought we'd get something out of the game. And I think he did say beforehand this was a six-pointer in the sense that if it's Manchester United, they can go 11 points clear of them and then that that uh, that takes care of Manchester United or they can actually um, leave the gap at five points and that's what it is at the minute. Fine, it's exciting, it's good, it's good news. But do I think the Villa... Okay, well, of course, any team can fail at the end of this. Yeah, but yeah. I, but they've, they, I'll tell you what, they've got a decent side there and they've got a really good manager. And uh, I, I understand that, but they've gone from outsiders to, to favourites. You know, they've come from nowhere really to be... T- to be top four. Okay, that that now the dynamic, the yeah, landscape's changed. Yes, that that, that <clears throat> excuse me, that is true. That is absolutely true. You think you're 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 going along along nicely outside the radar. Absolutely fine. Then suddenly the attention's on you because you've had a, a three or four or five victories in the trot. And now you put yourself into that position, and the first thing that people say, "Oh, it's yours to lose now." Yeah, that real yeah. famous phrase, yeah. "Yours to lose." Yeah, but uh, I, I I think Villa still have enough. I mean, you, you've been there, Martin. You guided them into a very good position yeah. when you were at Villa. Yeah, thank you for telling me. No, but no, I'm, I'm not having a swipe at <laughs> no, you. No, no, but, no. But, I could, yeah, we finished, top, we finished top six could for three consecutive here. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they have, yeah, and they've got they've got a lot of players. They've spent a, a, a fair amount of money now at the time as well too. Um, some players are coming onto, uh, onto games. The boy Bailey is starting to play really, really well for them. And uh, perhaps maybe the one that I thought would do really well and has, has had a bit of a struggle is Diaby. But even so, yeah. give him a little bit of time. But they're fine. They're really fine. It, they're is a good make, side. Is, make, is it your belief making top four is as good as a trophy? Champions <clears throat> League football. <clears throat> is that, it, that is the, the goal. Club, is it it, 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 it does, it? Simon. Absolutely does. Why are you helping for, for, yeah, for Aston Villa at this minute to finish in the top four would be as good as a trophy. Yes. From from their history, you know, they've won won the European Cup. That's yeah, a different sure. issue. But we're talking now about today. Yeah, that's the point. So um, and and is that what Arsene said uh, the top top four was as good as a trophy. That's yeah. probably because he got knocked out of the League Cup probably early on in some match or other. You know, oh. but, uh, no. 
Well, Were you not a oh, fan of Wenger's mark? Not just nothing to do with being a fan of Wenger's. If if the but world you didn't go on, if did the you? world stopped now, Arsene Wenger is one of the great managers. Yeah. A really, really great. But on a personal basis, you didn't. But, but get we, on. You know, we 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 had our ups and downs. It doesn't really matter. But he's a great manager. There's no question about it. Took the fight to uh, to Sir Alex Ferguson, and the two sides were um, were at it there for years and years. So no, terrific manager. No question yeah. about it. It was just that the fact that. That he give no credence to uh, to the cup competitions at the time until uh, until you know that they started to struggle a bit in the league and then suddenly the the cup games became very very important. But outside that, we're all fine. That's fine. He was at the Ivory Coast win last night. He won't be listening. Oh, he might be. Well, he'll I, certainly I, hear I, about I it. I hope he's listening. I, I hope he's listening I, too. What his little stool pigeon member of his <clears> cult? One of the Kool Aid old key. I think he did. He did say through a mutual friend, uh, Steve Cutner, that he would actually take us out for something to eat. So I'm waiting. I'm looking forward to that. There, I'm looking forward to putting a couple of things, uh, uh, a couple of things right. I'm uh, listen. Right, that, that was right. that was the message coming coming through. No hard feelings though. But he owes uh, you a meal. Hard feelings. Uh, do I have any hard feelings? Um, if he brought maranacas with him, would you enjoy that meal? <laughs> uh, no, because I probably wouldn't get anything to eat that night. <laughs> Brilliant.